hello Canada and wherever you're watching in our great world because they're watching and listening everywhere welcome to the 105th Grey Cup on a snowy snowy Sunday does it get anything does it get any better for Canadian football than this. This says Canadian. Exactly. I mean, this is exactly what, what, what when you bring up the Grey Cup, most people are hoping for this kind of weather. Uh, I know the players are probably hoping for it, but man, as a fan, you just got to appreciate it. It's just a winter wonderland here. If you can see this field right now, we got snow machines going off to our left. We got people in shovels, snow blowers, everything's out there trying to clear this field. And man, oh man, that snow is continually accumulating because they have been working like crazy for the last half hour it doesn't look like they even made a dent on that thing this reminds me of 1996 in hamilton yes the eddie brown catch yes and the argos over hamilton and Doug the, snow, the snowflakes are so large here today the the line stripes are being snowed out right now good luck calling where the ball yeah. is today we're gonna have to probably rely on some of the television graphics or probably have to guess because it is very difficult to see the snow continues to fall. It was absolutely clear till about 4.35 o'clock Eastern time in Ottawa. Then it just started it, coming it, down. It, it, you're absolutely right. Uh, it, it has been a, a, a week where the weather really hasn't been that much of a factor. It's been quite mild. Uh, we had a little bit of rain yesterday, and we thought the rain was going to be the big factor because the rain was it had come down and it was going to freeze the field but we never anticipated this guess what it changes all of the analysis all of the talk sure it does. everything all of the preparation for these two teams because all of the play calling that you maybe had scripted absolutely don't you think it's oh, changed no, you a mean, lot well, and think about that rod you mean when you when you are putting the time and effort that these coaches have been into the game plan you're thinking that hey yeah we're looking at the at the weather but none of us predicted this kind of snow so all of a sudden that's throwing a little bit of a wrench into their game plan so i bet you any money that those coaches feverishly before the game are thinking to themselves one they got to make sure that the players have the right footing because that is going to be critical cleats footwear because your your how you run and, and your ability to cut is going to be a big big factor here this afternoon likely most of them and we'll hear from kate Pedersen and mike hogan as well on the sidelines today most of these players would likely go to that more of a turf shoe with the, the the bigger cleat they call them the destroyer yeah which would have to you know especially if the, if the snow gets impacted as the temperature falls here tonight and guess what the temperature is likely to fall and yeah and, and and as we mentioned there's a lot of painted areas out there and if that paint starts to freeze that's even going to get more slick out there well welcome to the winter wonderland merry christmas everybody because this is what it seems like today it's an absolutely snowy windy cold beautiful night for football <laughs> for the 105th Grey Cup. We're getting ready for the first half kickoff, which will be presented by CertainTe. CertainTe, the pro's choice for top quality renovation products. CertainTe, pro all the way. Coin toss again. The Toronto Argonauts won the coin toss. That could be a factor deferring to the second half where they want to go in the fourth quarter and whether the wind subsides. Liram Hyrulah, who's coming out and putting that ball on the tee in this blizzard and again we talked about special teams and how important now are special teams on returns on kicks the dangerous Roy Finch is back so it's been five months it's been 22 weeks nine teams to start two teams remain millions 
of viewers and listeners, billions of snowflakes. <laughs> and guess what? Folks are ready to kick it off. The double blue and the red and white. The boatmen and the horsemen in the 105th Grey Cup. And we have kickoff. Hyralahu boots it up on the right side. And in that snow from that far side, they keep it away from Roy Finch, and William Longley has it. And the Calgary Stampeders will scrimmage from I don't know where. <laughs> I am not sure where that is. Well, I, I, right away, the impact. Hiralahu's kick into the wind. Into the wind, not very far. You can see he was a little bit tentative as he approached the ball because you don't want to be, you know, slipping as you're kicking that football. So very tentative with his approach. Again, with the snow flying here. Full house, 40,000 plus TD Play Stadium, Lansdowne Park in Ottawa. First and 10 from the Calgary 38-yard line. Bo Levi Mitchell, gloves on in the shotgun. Accepts the snap, back to pass, throws right away, and it's dropped. And we'll count drops tonight. The usually sure-handed Markway McDaniel. And basically does a snow angel up well, about the 46-yard line. That ball was in his gloves. Well, it was, and, and it was clearly a drop. But how about Cleon Lang? He didn't even make it out there for the first snap. He had to run all the way out onto the field because he didn't. He wasn't out there for the first play. Luckily, he made it to the line of scrimmage. Second down now. Again, Bow in the backfield. How important now is the running game in this ball game? Roy Finch is beside him. Five receivers. Mitchell back to pass, and he's going down. He's sacked right away. And doing a snow dive is Cleon Lang. Late starter, but what the heck? Exactly, but that Big first sack for the Toronto Argos. And there's that advantage for those interior defensive linemen. He's just going straight ahead, right through the A-gap, closest spot to the quarterback. And just swims by Williams the center and into the quarterback's lap. These two teams led the CFL, tied with 50 sacks apiece in the regular season. A lot of pressure on quarterbacks. Rob Maver, former All-Star punter, is back. And he will lift this high into the snow with the wind. A good kick back to Armani Edwards. Edwards here who's 40-yard line. Fumble the football. And it's all over the place. It looks like the Argos may have... Recovered. Oh, yeah. But that could have been disastrous right away. Armani Edwards on a Rob Maver kick fumbled, but the Argos do recover. Marcus Ball was in there. Looked like Rico Murray as well, but that ball was slipping and sliding, and so was Armani I, 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 Edwards. I think it was Marcus Ball, I think, that came up with it, but what a big break for the Argonauts to recover that. So the Argos... Ricky Ray, the 38-year-old renaissance man, led his team to victory in the East Final on the last minute, 42nd game-winning touchdown. First and 10 from the Toronto 42. He's going to hand it off to James Wilder. He's wrapped up and ripped down by Charleston Hughes, sack leader in the CFL, as Wilder just gets maybe a half yard, maybe a yard. And it'll set up a throwing down for Ricky Ray. Well, and here's the thing, too. They, that's underneath handoff. And what Ricky Ray's, he's going to shoot out to the right side of the field. But Charleston Hughes doesn't respect that run. And he comes crashing down to make that tackle. So they'll give him two yards in the play. Second and eight from the middle of the field. The Argos in their blue, double blue. The Stampeders in their whites with red shoulders, black helmets. Argos going from right to left 
East to west on your radio. Ray fires into traffic and again. Well, as we might expect to start this game in these conditions and under this pressure of the Grey Cup, two, yeah. two and outs. Well, and, and you know, it's a nice play by Keontae Evans, the corner. He comes up. It was just a simple dig route. So he's going to go to about 10 yards and come across. But Evans makes a perfect read and comes downhill and is able to get that right hand in there and knock it down. The most outstanding special teams player in the CFL this year, Roy Finch. Three punt return touchdowns during the season. One against Toronto is back. Liram Hiralahu is going to boot this away. This will be into the wind, and this is going to be a difficult kick. It's a high snap. Hiralahu puts his foot into it. Not a bad kick. End over end. Up near the 40-yard line is Finch. He's got a couple blocks, and he's brought down on the far side. Levi Noel, the special teams leader, the gunner for the Toronto Argos, brings him down. So the Calgary Stampeders come out for their second series. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. The 105th Grey Cup is on TSN 1050. Tonight, resembling the North Pole. Snowy, snowy, snowy. Let's go down to the Calgary Stampeders sideline and join Kate Patterson. Kate? Rod, Randy calling, walked right off the field, grabbed his second pair of cleats, and he's currently changing them. The rest of the players huddled up in groups talking about these conditions and trying to figure out their strategy. Of course, we see the grounds crew on the field right now, back hard at work, but it is slick down here. Rod? Stay safe and stay warm. Mike Hogan will check in with him on the Toronto sideline shortly. This reminds me of 1996, but you think about footwear, you think about 1977, I guess I go back a long way, yeah. to Staplegate at the yeah. Olympic Stadium between Edmonton and Montreal where the late Tony Proudfoot decided yes. to fire staples with a staple gun and it actually helped the it Montreal worked. Alouettes win the great well, footwear is premium. Well, and, and, and back in those days that was that old astral turf that was basically just glued down to the concrete. This is a lot different stuff now. Here's the first touch for Jerome Messam and he snow plows and is brought down by Terrence Plummer for about three or four yards and Jerome Messam who still does not have a Grey Cup ring, has said this is an obsession. Yes. The Brampton bus, as they quickly go no tempo. No huddle here for the Calgary Stampeders. Bo Levi Mitchell, the 28-year-old out of Katy, Texas again, barks out some signals. Right hash side, looks left now, and he tosses it up, and there's the first completion of the ball game. Short of the first down, Markway McDaniel goes sliding, and you saw the effect of the footwear oh, yeah. right there. Absolutely. In normal conditions, I mean, he's going to turn that ball upfield, and he's going to easily get the first down, but he just couldn't make that turn, and it's going to be a long yard. In fact, Dave Dickinson not even going to, and that's going to change the philosophy third too down. with third downs, Absolutely. right? Because you're not going to take those chances. Again, Armani Edwards will go back, so we've had already three two and outs. Rob Maver comes back in under these snowflakes here at the 105th Grey Cup. Scoreless so far, no points on the board between the Argos and the Calgary Stampeders, the fourth time they've met in their history in the Grey Cup. Last time in 2012 when the Argos won the 100th in Toronto. Maver, good boot, very good at angling inside the 10-yard line. And he does that. Armani Edwards, there is eight. Now Edwards dodges one and has a pretty good return, about 10 yards or so. And I say pretty good because the Argos haven't had many good returns 
on their punt team this season. Argos, Ricky Ray will bring his offense back on the field. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. Three series so far, three two and outs of the 105th Grey Cup. We've heard from the Calgary sideline. Let's join the voice of the Argos on the Argos sideline, Mike Hogan. Hogie, thank you very doing? much, Rod. How you doing uh, down there? The way they're keeping Ricky Ray's helmet warm. They've got the one heater at the one side for the players. There's a heater on the ground on the other side of the bench, and that's where they're keeping Ricky's helmet to make sure that and the communications are okay. Oh, that's and right. you're bang on. I was in the stands for the game in 96. This is similar also in the fact that on 96, we didn't expect this kind of snowstorm either. So uh, the, the, uh, the parallels are eerily similar. Well, we'll see how that plays out. From that year, it was the Argos and the Edmonton Eskimos, uh, one of the greatest catches. Eddie Brown. Guy making it between his legs, yeah. picking it up. Argos won that year. Doug Flutie, of course. Yeah. But I tell you, though, this kind of game now, I think these coaches are going to start to realize any kind of misdirection, you may get yourself a big play because the footing is so bad. Ricky Ray, first and ten, going right to left on your radio from the Toronto 20. Ray back to pass, pumps once and delivers the football on the far sideline, pushed out of bounds. Is Devere Posey. Posey had a big touchdown in the East Final last week again. Argos staved off a comeback by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to advance to the Grey Cup. Calgary, of course, had to come back against the Edmonton Eskimos to get here again. Nice job by that Toronto offensive line to give Ricky Ray some... Nice protection there, able to get to his second read. Second down and five for Ray. Shouts out of play. Here comes a four-man rush. He goes over the top again. He delivers again, connecting over the top to Woo. S.J. Green, who makes the catch. And now is up and chirping with Alex Singleton. Oh. We're going to see a lot of Alex Singleton. Yeah. CFL's... Most outstanding defensive player who just laid a lick on S.J. Green, but the slot machine comes up with a football. Yeah, how motivated is he after everything that's happened to him and the year that he has? But let me tell you, Alex Singleton just laid him out that crossing route. Domino's Pizza first down with Ricky Ray now, first and 10 from his 45. Turns and hands it off, and James Wilder will try to find a hole. He's been, he got picked up and slammed down, and again looks like Alex Singleton, the guy who uh, earned his Canadian passport because his mom was born in Toronto, but Alex Singleton had a breakout year last year. He was sensational this year. Yeah, four sacks, one interception, 123 defensive tackles, 12 quarterback pressures, but what impresses me most about him is his nose for the football. He just has a knack of knowing where that ball's going to be and is always in the right spot. 8.38 to go in this first quarter of the 105th Grey Cup. It's second and seven. Ray again. Puts his foot down, puts his hands up. Here comes that snap. And there's a blitz on. It goes over the top, and the ball got batted at the line of scrimmage, so an incomplete pass, and the drive will stall here. Uh, you know what? The, you're right. It does stall. The, the, the I don't know what defensive lineman got his hand up there, but that ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage. But what I like is a, a couple of first downs, and all of a sudden now, here's where you, you're changing a bit of the field position. They were deep in their own end. At least they could get give themselves a little bit more breathing room and with a good punt and good and good coverage they can uh, change the field position a little bit here. Liram Hiralahu is going to launch this from just past his 30 yard line. Roy Finch is back near his 25. And again Argos MO as Mark Tressman told you and I Julio the other day is to try to keep this ball away from Roy Finch and try to contain him. Easier said than done. 
They angle it once more, but Finch comes up on the ball near his 35-yard line. Now goes right side and quickly downfield to make the tackle, and a great tackle it was for the Toronto Argonauts. And it was Matt Webster gunning downfield. Now this is some kind of tackle in the open field. For Queens Golden Gale, former fifth round pick. And so the Stamps will again go to another series. A bunch of two and out so far. No score on the board at the 105th Grey Cup. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. This is the 105th Grey Cup on TSN 1050. Welcome back to the Snowball. Great Cup 2017. Every first down in today's game is presented by Domino's Pizza. Hungry? Don't miss a second of the action. Now you can place your Domino's order on your Apple Watch. It's as easy as order, track, watch. Download the Domino's Pizza app today. May not see many Domino's Pizza's first downs <laughs> the way it's going so far. Well, the Argos had that one big one to get themselves some breathing room, so... I like the fact that, you know, they were able to change the field position. Great downfield. You, you're going to tell me these special teams guys that, you know, all week they've been hearing about Roy Finch, Roy Finch, that they aren't fired up to go out there because that was a, a, a coverage team and Matt Webster's tackle on Roy Finch in the open field was something else. Traction has been an issue already. So, Bo Levi Mitchell calling for the ball out of the shotgun, turns and hands it off to Roy Finch this time, and the lightning bolt goes left side. There is a flag down, and he's brought down by Jermaine Gabriel. And it might be against that's, that's the Calgary holding. Stampeders and a good run by Roy Finch, close to a first down, but it's coming back. Yeah, that's how he was able to get the edge. He takes that sweep. Holding Calgary number 59. 10-yard penalty. Yeah, Randy Richards, the left first tackle, down. is the culprit, and that's what allowed Roy Finch to get the edge as he went to the wide side of the field. So Dave Dickinson now at first and 20. Looking to get half this back. You want to give yourself a chance on second down. See what Bull Levi Mitchell has up his sleeve as far as maybe trying to take a shot downfield to one of his speedsters. From the Calgary 25, right hash mark. Sending out four receivers to his left. Goes over the top, a crossing route to Devaris Daniels. Daniels sliding past one and is... Then brought down by Mitchell White, who won a great cup last year. Played in a snow game here in the East Final and won a great cup with the Ottawa Red Blacks before coming to the Argos. Good job by that Toronto defense. Calgary Stampeders gave up 30 sacks. Eight of them to the Toronto Argonauts. Argos look like they're going to rush four, but they drop a guy here. No, they'll rush four. On second and 15, Mitchell now slinging over the top. It's caught. It's a first down right near the midfield stripe. And what a catch from last year's rookie of the year, Devaris Daniels, who looked like a fidget spinner out there. Well, and, and this is a nice job by the Stampeders to give Bo Levi Mitchell the time. It's kind of surprised me. Toronto went to a deep zone, only rushed the four, and it gave Mitchell a whole ton of time as he stepped up and found him deep down the middle that's those second and 15th when you can convert those you're doing a good job Calgary's first Domino's Pizza first down in this Grey Cup game 
Right at the midfield stripe, the 55-yard line. Mitchell turned one way, comes to the near side, and again it's Daniels, and Devaris Daniels is dragged down by Rico Murray, but has half the first down yardage, and suddenly the Calgary Stampeders yeah. are in full trot. Well, and that, and that big play on second down, but you see what Bo Levi does there. He fakes like he's going to go to his left and turns around and throws the wide side screen. Again, misdirection. You get guys flowing in one direction with this weather, it's going to be hard for them to readjust. Tavares Daniels already three catches for 38 yards. Brought in an extra receiver this time. Looks like they're going to send out five with Messam in the backfield. Messam to the left of Bo Levi Mitchell. Now takes the pitch, goes right side, and Messam rumbles now in the snow. And Jerome Messam, the power back from Brampton, Ontario. Has the first down and a little more well, they, near they, the 43-yard line. They got a great block. I don't know what the who the receiver was, but someone came down and whacked Victor Butler. And that enabled Jerome Messam to get the edge. And that's when we know Jerome Messam is at his best because that's when he's going north-south. You don't want him going east-west. It's north-south. Kate Patterson talking about him changing his footwear before the drive, and it's obviously showing. And you want to be going north-south today in these conditions. He stands in the block this time. Mitchell pulls the trigger once more. Right side, another completed pass, and close to a first down once more. And it's Juwan Breskison. Breskison, the former second-round pick. Well, this is what makes them so good, Rod, is that, that, that Calgary offense, when they're running the football, and then they use that short, quick passing game. When Bo Levi's got that going, there is so tough to defend against. No nope. matter how good your pass rush is. No score. Four and a half to go first quarter here at the Grey Cup game. Bo Mitchell, five straight completions. Now confusion. And uh, there was total miscommunication yeah. as Quadarius Ford went into the backfield. And Bo Levi Mitchell had to give up the sack. Well, he went, he went left, Bo Levi Mitchell, and the running back went right. So as he turned to his left, there was no one there. So they lost almost a yard, a yard and a half. It's going to be third down, and I do not see Rene Paredes out there. Yeah, this is a and this is a long. This is a long three, three yards, almost almost four yards here. So clearly, there's some intel as well from the field goal kickers about kicking. You would think, but here go the Stampeders with the first gamble of this 105th Grey Cup, unless they want to try to make the Argos jump here. No, Messam will get the ball. No, it's a play action and a good catch there by Kamar Jordan down the sidelines. Going to score. It's a touchdown, Calgary. Oh, baby, what a call. What a call here. They fake to Messam. They dump it off to Kamar Jordan. And the Calgary Stampeders fire the first punch of the 105th Grey Cup. I mean, how gutsy is that? Third and four. Play action. And Jordan comes across the formation into the weak side to the quarterback's right. And down the sidelines he goes. And what about Bull Levi Mitchell? As he completes that pass and sees it go into the end zone, he is talking smack to the Toronto Argonauts bench. 33-yard touchdown. Kamar Jordan missed a few games with injury this year. Back missed eight games. Six receiving touchdowns for Jordan out of Bowling Green. And the Calgary Stampeders are lining up now for the two-point converts. They're prone to do. They might do in this weather. Oli Von Mitchell shotgun looking end zone for two points. And it was off. Hit the, the crossbar. crossbar. 
And they get nothing. But the first six points of this game go to the Calgary Stampeders. Bo Levi Mitchell finds Kamar Jordan, and he romps for 33 yards for the first score of the 105th Grey Cup. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. The Calgary Stampeders strike first blood here at TD Place with the first TD on a gamble on third down. Play action. They go up the middle for Jerome Messam. Well, Levi Mitchell decides to pull it back and design play for Kamar Jordan. He went down the near sideline untouched yeah. to the end zone. I mean, again, it's that change of direction, right? The play action, I think, draws everybody in a little bit. Those linebackers and everyone takes a look because I think everyone expected that play. And so all of a sudden, you swing it out on the play action, you get Jordan in the flat, and he turns that corner. As soon as he turns that corner, there's no one who can make that readjustment going full speed because of the conditions. Mar Jordan gives the Stamps a 6-0 lead. They miss the two-point convert. And so Calgary off and galloping here in the 105th Grey Cup. Remember, it was a year ago. And the disappointment, the heartbreak in Toronto for Calgary against the Ottawa Red Blacks. Red Blacks had an early lead when Bo Levi Mitchell struggled out of the gate. Not so much here tonight. 3-12 to go in this opening quarter in the 105th Grey Cup. Bo Levi Mitchell 5 for 5, 80 yards and a touchdown on that drive. Now, Guderius Ford on the return. Meets a posse of Calgary Stampeders. Drop here the 33-yard line where Ricky Ray looks to answer. Well, and here's the thing too about that Calgary drive, Rod. First you convert a second and 15, and now you're concerned. Huge play. Yeah, exactly. A couple of huge plays, and obviously the biggest one, third and four. Um, you know, normally, I mean, with these conditions, as you said, it's changed their game plan and the and their and what they're going to call because normally you're going to kick a field goal from that point. Not going to take that chance. Results in a big touchdown. We talked so much yesterday about the footwear coming in, not knowing that there would be this much snow. It has changed the narrative completely here tonight. Inside three minutes now. 6 nothing stamps. Argos again. Ricky Ray in that dark blue jersey. Hands off to James Wilder. Violent collision up the middle. Charleston Hughes in him. Looks like another passing down for Ricky Ray and company. Well, I know he's not a runner, Ricky Ray. As we, we know, we, that's just not his, his game. Nor is Bully by Mitchell. Yeah, but the thing is, is that Charleston Hughes is taking full advantage of that because as he stands and hands that ball inside, he is just crashing down the line of scrimmage. If he keeps one of those and boogies outside of that, he's going to force at least Hughes to think about a naked boot. Are you saying that Ricky, yes, Ray, can, Ricky Ray can boogie <laughs> at 38? We'll see, though. Might be a great call by Julio Caravada. CFL quarterback. It's second down, throwing down. Little bubble screen right side for Declan Cross. Going nowhere. Dropped by Jameer Thurman. Looked like a loss, and now another two and out with a minute 58 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, that's a great play by Jameer Thurman, the weak side linebacker in his first year. He reads that screen. Had three receivers to the wide side of the field, and they released the back out of that weak side, and Thurman right there to recognize it in big tackle. Again, Roy Finch ready to return here. Calgary will have the wind again. Remember, they're with the wind from left to right, from west to east, here in the nation's capital in the first quarter. That was blocked, partially blocked. And Aliram Hiralahu goes down. The ball 
was able to ricochet up past the 55-yard line, the center field strike. There's a penalty flag down, likely no yards. Aliram Hirolahu was lucky to get yeah, that off. He, he was. He, he, he went down, but someone got a piece of it as well. Like Antti Milanovic Litre. His first year with the Calgary Stampeders in the lineup tonight. His first Grey Cup may have been the guy who got there. And it was. Yeah. And then he ran into him. But Litra, Simon Fraser grad, has really made a big impact. You on see, that special team. You say that with a little more passion. I do, I do. <laughs> just, like your, just like your TV partner has a little passion oh, about that, that that team that won the Bay Cup. Yeah, Dwayne Ford, we got to send some love to him in Western. So Calgary scrimmages on the Toronto side of the field. Jerome Messon takes the pitch. Left side, far side. Has two or three yards. Big number 33, Jerome Messam, two-time most outstanding Canadian. A guy who, quite simply, is uh, part Mustang, part thoroughbred, part well, Clydesdale. Well, and, 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 and throw in part defensive lineman, because that's how big he is. When you've got a guy that big in these conditions where it's going to be tough enough to get your feet underneath you, you've got him coming downhill full speed. I don't envy anybody who has to get in his way. So much talk last year about why the Stampeders did not give him the football near the goal line. Chance to seal the Grey Cup a year ago. Messam's in the backfield. Mitchell back to pass. Rears back. Looks, looks, and goes over the top once more. In and out of the hands. Incomplete for Breskison. Very nice coverage by that Toronto secondary. Clock ticks down to 32 in the first quarter. So the Argos will get the ball back. And again, this is where Rob Maver is so good as a punter. 13 kicks this season inside the 10-yard line. That's why he is a former All-Star, and it'll be interesting to see where this kick will go and, and whether or not they return it, right? I mean, if it gets kicked inside that 10-yard line. And it's Armani Edwards who's back. We haven't seen Martise Jackson yet. Aver, low driving kick, and it's going to bounce, it's going to skid, and it's going to skid inside the 10-yard line. Looks like the 9-yard line. Rob Maver. Yeah, it didn't look pretty, but it was really effective. Line drive punt out at the 9-yard line. I'd say that's pretty good. Wouldn't you hate to play that guy in a chipping contest yeah, in golf? Yeah. He knows hey. it's, or, or in pool. He he's, knows all he, the angles. He's the best in the league. Had 13 inside the 10-yard line, inside the 10 all year. He takes a lot of pride in that. It's not about the distance all the time, but about placing it and giving your defense you know, and putting them in a great in a great spot when you've got a team pinned inside their own 10-yard line. Very special hello to all of you wherever you are listening to us from coast to coast. The 105th Great Cup game. The Argos now going right to left, east to west. Ricky Ray, snow all over his helmet right now. Takes it in the shotgun. We'll keep it on the curtain. Now play action goes right side. It's batted down by Jameer Thurman, who's made his second big play of this ball game. Yeah, that was weird. They faked the, they faked the handoff inside, and he started rolling out to the wide side of the field to his right. But none of the none of the receivers were running routes. That was the final play of the opening quarter. The clock has ticked down to zero, so the teams will change ends. The Argos will have the win. We'll have to track that tonight as well. Points scored with the wind and against the wind. Right now, Calgary has six with the wind. They have the only six points of this ball game here at TD Play Stadium in Canada's capital. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network.